0: good afternoon everybody welcome in to another edition of the pro football chase podcast it's isaac signs with you and joining the podcast is former florida a linebacker and nfl prospect isaiah land and he's on the line so isaiah how are you doing today i'm doing good today how about you i'm doing well i'm excited to have you on talked about trying to get you on the podcast for several weeks now i know you've been busy in the pre-draft process, currently you're traveling, so I know you continue to move forward each and every single day as we lead up to the NFL draft. But, Isaiah, let's start with your football career. All right, high school, I saw you played at Grayson High School, Loganville, Georgia, you played defensive end, and in fact, that's what you're listed at on your recruiting profiles. What factors went into your decision to end up at Florida A&M? Um,
1: Really, it was because... Well, to start off, I was a—I was really just a special team type of guy. I started out playing my junior year at Grayson. So when I first came out there my junior year, I, um, I came out as a receiver in and in a DB. But because um, they make a, all the new guys play both sides of the ball. So I was a DB and I was a receiver. And then I ended up moving to the D-line before the season started over the summer. And the whole year I was a scout team of the week type of dude the whole my whole junior year. And my job was just, you know, just to help the starters get better. My junior year, we went in one state that year. And um, we was number one public school in the country that year too. And then my second year, my my senior year, we um I played defensive line, but at the same time, our D line was a three three stack. So all of our DNs was big guys. So my 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 D line coach, Coach Emman, He made this package called Wolf, where it would be a four down front and second and long and third and long. So that's my that was my chance to like get on the field with second and long and third and long in the Wolf package.
0: You had a couple of position changes.
1: Yeah, so I just had a lot of position changes. Then by the time I got to my end of my senior year, I led the team in sacks, but I was just really undersized. Um, I was one seventy. I was about one seventy six, six three, six two. My my senior year of high school. And you uh, came and gave me my only offer literally like the week before signing day. So I, I signed with FAMU.
0: And I know that playing those multiple positions, and it seems like you were, in a sense, a late bloomer because then you really haven't been playing defensive line all that long then, huh?
1: Yeah, not really.
0: Okay, so Willie Simmons took over as the Rattlers head coach before the 2018 season. So right around the time when you joined the program, how influential has he been in your life?
1: Um, he's been really influential because he was like our first we're his first recruiting class, uh, my twenty eighteen class when I left high school. So basically everything that he said was gonna happen if we just, you know, started winning games and training the culture of the team ended up happening and stuff like that. And I remember like even with the scouts and stuff like that, like we used to have pro days and there was a couple pro days where it'd be probably one to zero scouts that is pro day. And like now we at the point where we got we had twenty scouts at the school for two years in a row. And it just shows how much of an impact he's had on the school and on our on our minds when it comes to like, you know, getting what you want in life and you gotta work for it and, and work hard for it. And just hope that it's gonna happen and have faith and stuff like that. So he really is a big part of like why Fan has had a lot of prospects coming out lately. And we've had a lot of winning
0: going on at Samuel. Yeah, Marquise Bell, in fact, is one of the most recent ones. He's on the Dallas Cowboys roster, made the team as an undrafted free agent. Yep. All right, Isaiah. So you redshirted your freshman season, appeared in nine games as a sophomore. The 2020 season was canceled due to COVID 19, but you really shined in 2021, leading the nation in sacks with 19 tackles for loss. 25 and a half, you were named the SWAC Defensive Player of the Year. You were named the Buck Buchanan Award winner for National Defensive Player of the Year. What led to that on-field production?
1: Um, really, it was just, I remember like 2019, it was like the last game of the season. And I remember like that last drive of the game, like I feel like, it, like most of the players, well, they're not going to say it's my fault, but like I know that like In that situation, we, we played Bethune cookman who was like eight-game losing streak, and that was going to be the ninth game. We, we was almost about to beat him. We up by four, and I let my man convert on second to 25. And then the next play, uh, my, and my gap, the running back, run straight up my gap. You know, he scored um, a touchdown, and we ended up losing that rivalry game. And I remember, like, letting all the seniors down and stuff like that, and I just went into the that offseason after that, you know, just challenging myself like mentally and physically, because I remember, like, all of 2019 season, I didn't have a good season at all, even though I played a lot of snaps because I was just thinking too much. I was too in my head, uh, too worried about making mistakes and stuff like that. So once I just, you know, attacked all those things in in, in that year of COVID that I had, like, a whole year that I'm not playing football, I just came into 2021 confident in my craft, and I just just said, you know, I'm going to just – I'm not going to worry about making no mistakes. I'm going to just play 100 miles per hour and just do my job, and that's what it turned into. In
0: 2022, you followed that up with 23 total tackles, 19 solos, seven sacks, one forced fumble, one pass breakup. Compiling 26 total sacks the last two seasons, Isaiah, there at Florida A&M, what makes you such a dynamic pass rusher?
1: My coach, Emmett from from high school, he really helped me Like, develop my pass rush game and let, like, it helped me find my identity in football because, um, he, the one, you know, he used to teach me a lot of stuff, you know, about technique and and just effort and stuff like that, or like the basic rules of pass rushing. So it's really like, I just, I just, whenever I line up and go, I just grab, I just take all the knowledge I've ever learned about pass rushing, I just put it in my, in my back pocket and I just go because, like, the first, rule of the pass rush and I feel like it's not, you know, it's not overthinking. You might you just gotta go as fast as you can, ball get off, you know, and just gotta give hundred percent effort. And I just that's what I try to do. I try to give hundred percent effort every play because, you know, out of out of thirty pass rushes, if I get thirty pass plays in a game, I could win. I feel like I could win at least fifteen of those. a lot logically. But like it might be quick game and stuff like that. So you gotta take that into you know, into mind, and you got to take in the factor of like your other teammates around you making plays, and I just calculated like, okay, so if I go hard every single play, and I just expect to make a play every play, then it, at least two, three times out of the day, that's gonna happen. So I, and, and you know, in a football game, you get two, three sacks. That's a great day. So I feel like out of thirty pass rushes, I get, I win two or three of those. Um, I feel like that's not. I feel like it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's just easy math, you know. So I'm just real confident when it comes to that because I just think of, like, you know, the average man not going to go 100 miles per hour 100% effort every play. So that I'm already going to have the advantage because I'm already going to expect and hold myself at a standard to where I'm going to try to go 100% every play even when I'm tired. At 6'3",
0: 236 pounds, you are a versatile linebacker, Isaiah, because you can play multiple roles on defense and, of course, talking about your ability to get to the quarterback as well as a pass rusher. What skills make you stand out from other linebacker prospects in this year's class?
1: I stand out because I can play inside linebacker but at the same time. I've been experienced on the D-line, so I feel like on an inside run situation, I'm almost like a 50-lineman in that mix because I've I've played D-line for so long. I know how to use my hands and stuff like that, and I know how to defeat old linemen. In the run game, I'm a bigger factor because – you know, I'm used to playing in the trenches all the time. And second, I feel like I'm just as, like, fast and um, quick out of my break as any other linebacker, and I have good ball skills. So I feel like, you know, when it's time to make a play on the ball, I feel like I can make uh, hard hard catches and stuff like that and be dynamic with my, um, with like you know, trying to go make a turnover or something like that. And also, you know, if I'm blitzing as an inside linebacker, I could be I could be dynamic in the pass rush game as well because you know I'm used to playing on in in line against O linemen and I remember even in college I, we had a front called stack front where I used to come blitz to, um, the the B gap or B gap or the A gap every play so that was towards my senior year but yeah I feel like in the pass rush game and in, in stopping the run I feel like I'm a I have even more tools in my tools in my toolbox than I, I average linebacker.
0: So in a sense, Isaiah, what you're saying with your skill set, you're your own version of Micah Parsons, where you're an off-ball linebacker, but yet you can thrive as an edge rusher and you can just do a little bit of everything.
1: Yes, sir. That's why that's uh, that's actually my one of my like top favorite players that I like to watch and model my game after.
0: And I think your size and your weight, I think y'all are pretty similar in that regard as well.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, I was too. 36 at the combine, he was 245, but everything else was basically the same, like weight-wise, weight and length-wise.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a comparison that just popped to my head right now when, when you're talking about your versatility. Now, have you been telling teams that type of message about your ability to really play in all roles and schemes? I mean, have teams been very interested in you because of that ability to play multiple roles? Um, they
1: asked me if I've, I've ever played like off the ball linebacker, and I feel like the Senior Bowl was a great, like it was a great opportunity to just show that I could play both. Because at FAMU and stuff, I had I probably had a couple reps at inside linebacker just due to the formation. Like you know, if we're in a certain package and they bump the formation, I might bump into the box. But that was like my red shirt freshman year. But other than those few situations, I've never just played a game as an inside linebacker. So the Senior Bowl really helped me when I. Because I remember talking to scouts like, and saying, you know, I feel like I'm just as athletic as the uh, linebackers, and I feel like I could play linebacker and as D-line as well, like a Michael Parsons almost. And um, I feel like the Senior Bowl was a good opportunity for me to show that I could do that.
0: I'm glad you brought up the Senior Bowl, Isaiah, because you were invited to participate, and that's a showcase for the nation's top seniors. What was that experience like for you?
1: Um. It was an amazing experience just to be a part of it. Like, I'll always be a senior bowl alumni. And um, really, it's just, like, it was an eye-opener for me because I really always wanted to – since I didn't transfer when I had – a cha- when I had, like, I had jumped to the transfer portal and I had got, like, every offer from all the big schools and stuff at one point after, after 21. And when I returned to FAMU, I remember, like, thinking, like, uh, before I get to the NFL, like, I want a chance to, you know – before I get a side at the NFL, I want to have a chance to go against, you know, a top O-lineman, top offensive tackle. So I, I, I at least, you know, put my best foot forward when it's time to perform in training camp or something like that. So I used to always think about that. So it felt good to get out there with all the top players at the senior bowl in the country and then get out there and compete special teams and, and um, off, I mean, off, off, offense, defense and during team period or even at, in the game. It just gave me a lot of confidence in my game because not only did I do uh extremely well at the fcs level but i graded out top three highest um on my team at the senior bowl so it just shows that you know as long as i take the same attitude and the same effort um that i do any other day into that then i I could i could be just as special at any level
0: do you feel like you proved yourself against those power five players during the week of practice i felt
1: like um I mean I'm I'm hard on myself so I feel like it was place I could have improved. but I definitely feel like I earned um my respect as as well as far as being like a, a, a top player in the country because it wasn't like if I was out there you know like um like lagging behind or anything I I was doing just as good as everybody else or better so I felt like um I put my best foot forward but I feel like until I get to the NFL and really show that I could play big time ball I feel like there will always be like questions on whether I can, um, if, if I prove myself, I, I guess.
0: As a member of the American team, you were coached by Bears offensive coordinator Luke Getze. He was that coach, and the rest of the staff was filled with other NFL coaches from different teams. How valuable was it to learn from NFL personnel? Uh, it
1: was very valuable. I like I'm, I'm a really observant type of player, so like just seeing how like you know NFL coaches operate and communicate. It was an eye opener, and it was like I was happy to be a part, like be there, because it was almost like I'm getting like a, a a sneak peek of how the NFL is going to be by getting coached by by getting coached by all these NFL coaches and stuff like that. So, and then you could see how how fast they you know they want you to learn you know the plays and how fast they need you to catch on and, and fix your mistakes and stuff like that. So it really was just like a Great opportunity to prepare myself for the NFL when I get the uh training mini When I'm when it's time for me to make a team,
0: Isaiah, you were invited to the NFL combine in Indianapolis last month. Marquee event again, showcasing your skills in front of teams. And 6'3 236 is mentioned, 4'6 240, 10 yard split, 34 and inch vertical, 10 6 broad jump, Seven two three 3 cone drill, 4'5 20 yard shuttle, 21 reps on Bench Press. What was that experience like for you, and were you pleased with those numbers? Uh, Yes,
1: yeah, I'm pleased with, with uh, most of my numbers. I already wanted to um, get, like, a high 4 or 5, but I'm satisfied with the forces, too, because I put on, like, 20 pounds in, like, probably eight eight weeks coming into um, training, and I kind of, I definitely maintained my weight, so that, that was a good thing for me. And um, really, the experience was, uh, like, it was it was amazing. Like the whole time I'm there, I'm like, well, I'm ready at the NFL Combine. Like, that's crazy. Cause I remember like being a little kid, like watching people at the Combine and stuff.
0: And I remember just last
1: year watching Bell at the Combine and wondering how he felt at the Combine. Now I'm in the same situation. So it felt good to be a part of the Combine, you know, to be around all the top players in the country and be in the same pool as them when they're all like, you know, got the cameras on us, recording us and stuff like that. It Just felt good to be a part of that, the whole event.
0: I'm sure it was really special for you, though, Isaiah, because, you know, you're repping an HBCU school, Florida A&M, and he talked about Marquise Bell doing it last year. Did it give you an extra sense of pride, you know, lining up there for those drills on the biggest stage with other players from bigger schools, maybe, but did that make you realize, like, you know what, I'm proud that I stuck it out at Florida A&M? Yes, I definitely
1: feel a sense of pride. Like, every time I step on the field, or step like so when it's time for me to perform um, after after like my college career where whether it was at the senior Bar or the combine I always feel like a sense of pride because I know that everybody's watching me and they know you know that I come from the FCS level and I came from the HBCU and that a lot of us are slept on so I'm here to represent everybody and like I'm just I feel like I'm just following behind all the other great people great players like Shaq Leonard and stuff like that. Who um, who I've done great in the NFL um, from HBCUs, but I, it, it felt good. And yes, I always feel a sense of pride when I when I uh, wear that orange and green. That's one of the main reasons why I stayed at FAMU because I feel like like the history of FAMU, along with like the people, the great people that have come from there, it's like we, it's like it's it's an honor to to say that I'm a FAMU alumni. And I feel like it will be normal for you know a guy from Georgia or Alabama to be at the Combine. But when a guy from FAMU is at the Combine or the Senior Bowl, then it's really, really special. So uh, I'm happy I stuck it out.
0: It most definitely makes it that much more special for you, Isaiah. And, uh, and, of course, it puts you on the map as well, being a participant at the Combine. And then, of course, the Reese's Senior Bowl. That's another big time opportunity for you. Meeting with teams there in Indianapolis, Isaiah, what was that like for you? Did you enjoy meeting them and getting to know the different coaches?
1: Yes, I, I definitely enjoyed meeting them and get getting to know um the new coaches and stuff like that. And um just to just to be a part of the whole experience of like getting scouted by NFL coaches because even out of high school I didn't get you know, I wasn't heavily recruited, so You know, some of those guys at Alabama and Georgia probably used to, like, a whole bunch of scouts, you know, asking them questions and stuff like that. But this this was my first, you know, little rodeo, of like, having a whole bunch of scouts, you know, hitting me up and stuff like that. So, um, it felt good to, like, be a part of it and just, um, you know, answer their questions and talk football with them.
0: Why are you confident that you can make that jump from the FCS level to the NFL, Isaiah?
1: Um, I'm really just confident... First of all, because I watch, you know, a lot of players, you know, like Trent Anderson, uh, James Houston, Shaq Leonard. You know, all these people go from the FCS level and go, you know, play big time football and do well. Uh, they give me a lot of confidence to Kobe Durant, all those people. But other than that, it's really like I just put I feel like I put the work in for it. And I'm a big man of faith. So I feel like as long as I put the work in and and know that I've I worked my hardest and put all the. Um, time into it, I feel like I ought to just do the rest. So I just I just go out there and I just play football and I'm one of those people like I'd rather it, it, it turns me up when I get, you know, when I get big time competition. Like if I get a, if I get three sacks or four sacks against like a a lower level team versus, you know, a uh, a top offensive office alignment, one sack on a top office alignment, of then it feels way better to me. So like just being on that stage at the highest level of competition to just be so amazing and, you know, go out there and make plays, compete. Like, um, I'm, I know it's not going to be easy because, you know, it's the top level of football, but I just know, like, I've already accepted, you know, the game of football is a hard game and it's a competitive game and, like, I feel like that all the, it has all the traits that fit me, so I feel like, you know, I, I'm meant to play football and I'm meant to be at the NFL level, so I'm just going to go out there and just, Give him
0: all every time. I did interview James Houston after his rookie season in Detroit, coming from Jackson State, so that was cool to get him on and hear his experience making that jump to the NFL. But, Isaiah, there's no doubt hearing you and seeing your body of work, I mean, you're definitely on the right track. Who have you been training with this offseason, Isaiah? You talked about putting on some weight and keeping it on ahead of the NFL. I mean, what has your exercise regimen been like thus far?
1: um really for the majority of the um after my college career this whole process i've been working out in fort lauderdale at xpe and um that's the same place bell worked out at last year so i really like he was like my main reference as it when i was choosing you know where i'm gonna train at so um xpe was like they're known for like speed and stuff like that they had the top 340 times this year and last year um yeah, all the top 40 guys from this year and last year were from XPE. And they just known for speed. So, and Bell, he put on about 10, 15 pounds when he came back for his pro day. So, those were all green flags for me for me to go to the same route. So, I went there. got I got there about 216. And by the time it was time for the uh, combine, I was 236. So, I put on 20 pounds and was still able to keep my speed and get more explosive. And, um... It's really just uh, a constant routine between speed work and heavy lifting, and really not even really that heavy, just a lot of explosive lifting and a lot of reps and stuff like that, a lot of burnouts and stuff like that to grow your muscles, and it's really a lot of rest. Like They taught us like you got to get a lot of sleep when you want your body to change. When you expect a lot of results out of your body, you should rest a lot, so other than, you know, eating good, we have Fit faces It's a company down there in Fort Lauderdale. Really, they based out of Port St. Lucie, but they have meal preps and stuff. They had helped a lot with uh, me gaining weight because they was giving me three meals a day. And then on top of that, I was eating breakfast and a, a late-night snack on my own. So um, I was eating about five meals a day on top of working out probably twice a day, sometimes uh, once a day. But... It was six six days a week, um, non stop work for about eight to nine weeks.
0: Five meals a day, Isaiah. Man, you're putting it down, bro. I mean, what, what what's your favorite dish though that you're eating over there?
1: Uh, the, my favorite dish was it was like they had this this cut up steak, garlic steak with the uh with the roasted potatoes cut up in there, and I eat that, or I will eat the shrimp alfredo. That's that was, those were my two main meals that I would sign up for.
0: And what about that late-night snack, Isaiah? What What would you do, man? What were you feeling? That, that
1: late-night that late snack would be like a, a Chipotle bowl in a in a tropical smoothie, or it would be a, a pizza, uh, like a whole half a pizza or a, sometimes a whole pizza.
0: A whole pizza, man. What hour of the night are you talking? Like 8, 9? I mean... The, well, before
1: the before the senior bowl, I was eating pizza, but when I got closer to the combine, I had to stop eating pizza as much. So um, when I was getting to the combine, when I was going to the Reese's Bowl... Um, I would get like a, a, you know, pepperoni pizza from uh, medium pepperoni pizza from uh, Marco's or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get a little topical smoothie.
0: Okay, I got you, man. Hey, you know what? Whatever works for you, man, in your system, but the fact that you're able to still run a 4-6 at two thirty six six three, I mean, I'm pretty sure your preparation has been pretty darn good thus far, Isaiah, but the NFL Draft it's coming up in a few weeks. I'm sure you're eager and you're anxious to learn which team's gonna take you, right? But what will your emotions be like, Isaiah, if and when you hear your name called?
1: Um, I honestly don't even know what my emotions be, cause like usually when like I win a big award or if I like you know it's a big moment in my life, I kind of just be like a numb feeling until like later on in the day I get alone or something like that. So. I honestly don't know what my emotions will be like. I feel like they'll be definitely all over the place. and It's going to be a special moment for sure because I remember, like, growing up, like, seeing people, you know, get that phone call. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm, I can, I can only imagine how that feels to get that phone call. Like, you're getting drafted to the NFL. So I'm just can't wait to see how it feels, honestly.
0: And where are you going to spend draft weekend?
1: Uh, I'm going to be in Georgia. Um, I'm going to be in uh, Atlanta, Georgia
0: okay you gonna spend it with family and friends yeah well that's awesome isaiah well man i appreciate your time wishing you the best moving forward keep the faith keep up your hard work man and it's been a pleasure watching your growth in college and now representing florida a m and hbcu and putting your school on the map once again this year i think that's really cool so Blessings your way, brother. Take care. And I'm looking forward to seeing you play next year in the NFL. Yes, sir. Thank you.